Hello there and welcome back to PB in Style. You are listening to the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing and personal branding to increase their engagement and their conversions by attracting the right people. Well, on today's show, guys, I am talking about another element of the CEO mindset that I am learning and getting better at and really trying to improve. And I thought it was a place that you might want to start improving in your business as well. And it's the idea of the CEO communication style. And I'm calling it the communication quotient. I'll get into that in a little bit why I'm calling it that. But for now, get ready to listen, guys, because and get some notepaper and a pen because this is really important. I'm going to be sharing with you a lesson that I've learned recently. I really think it's one you guys need to learn. So hang on. We'll be right back. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Okay, guys, so we are back. And um, before I even dive into what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to explain to you why I'm calling it the communication quotient. So I wanted to make sure that quotient was the right word here. So I did a little homework and looked it up. And it turns out that quotient is the magnitude of a specified characteristic or quality. And we really need to understand the magnitude of our communication, our communication style, and how other people communicate. Because we want to make sure we're being as effective as possible, not just with our, but also with potential collaborators, potential partners, potential business partners that we may be getting money from, um, i.e. venture capitalists, things of that nature. So our communication is an, is a huge part of our business. And so when I started thinking about the CEO mindset and some areas that I needed to develop, I definitely wanted to make sure that I was getting my communication together, right? So that was never more evident than a situation that has happened to me this particular week. Well, it's been a couple of weeks now that I've been sort of dealing with this this situation, but it was just so apparent to me that I had to um, start managing my tone a little bit more. And you guys know I'm always talking about managing the volume of your personality and putting yourselves in circumstances of optimal success. And so I definitely practice those things. But there just are times where um, a growth needs to happen and you need to be able to recognize that growth, which is, again, why understanding your personal brand is so important because you will be leveraging it across various platforms. And some of those platforms are, quite honestly, your email, quite honestly, text messaging. And you know that the written word does not really hold the tonality that you may need it to. And so your words become very important, your choice of words And the things you say become very, very important. So that is why your communication needs to be a part of what you're doing to develop your CEO mindset. So back to our communication quotient today, I've got an acronym that I'm using that hopefully will help you remember this um, when it comes to your email, when it comes to your text messaging, when it comes to um, sitting down in a meeting and uh, having a conversation with someone that is very, very important. 
this works when it's not a very important conversation, but for those important conversations where we are, you know, climbing that um, ladder to become the CEO of our business or to be um, like the business owner that we're striving to be, um, I think this acronym is going to help you. So let's go ahead and get started. This is not going to be a very long podcast today. Um, as you all know, we're all at home with COVID. So you've got family and no telling who might run through my door. Uh, my daughter, Jessica, is sitting in here now with me and I have no idea if she's going to say anything or not. I've asked her to be quiet. So I don't know. We'll see, guys. We are home with COVID and that is just the nature of the beast these days. So the very first letter of our acronym is the letter R. Now the acronym is LARC, L-A-R-C. So the first letter is L. Now what we're gonna do here is listen intently. If this is a conversation you're having over the phone or in person, listen intently. The way this applies to an email is to read it very carefully. Read it several times before you decide to reply. We'll get to the reply later, that's later. But for now, whether you're having a live conversation with someone or you are reading an email from someone, you want to listen or read intently. The reason we wanna do that is because when you do something intently, you are doing it with great effort and you are doing it in a concentrated manner. And we want to ensure we are getting exactly what is, we are picking up exactly what is being put down in this communication. So here you want to be respectful of the person's concerns, opinions, or suggestions, whether they're in person with you talking about something, um, maybe you're planning something together, you wanna be intent with your, you wanna be intent with your listening to hear any suggestions they might have. You wanna be intent if it's someone who is voicing a concern. You wanna be intently listening if there's someone who is giving you an opinion of some work that they've reviewed for you. You wanna make sure you're giving them that respect. And then you want to have a clear understanding of what is being said. That's why we have to listen intently with uh, in a concentrated manner. We wanna hear them, really hear what they're saying or really understand what they've written in the email. And then you want to, um, something that you don't want to do is you do not want to uh, respond too quickly. You wanna make sure that you are paying very close attention and you are giving yourself, your brain, a little bit of time to absorb what is being said, okay? So you don't want to do anything too hastily in case you said something or in case you misunderstood what exactly was being you know, communicated to you. So this is not the time for you to be thinking about what your response is going to be to them as they're talking. You don't wanna do that. All right, so that is the L. We're gonna listen intently. Now, the A is to acknowledge authentically, okay? So what you don't want to do here, like I said before, is respond immediately to what someone says, okay? First, you want to acknowledge what they said. So I hear you, I understand. You know, maybe an example of this um, is uh, you could say something like, you know, oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. Maybe you can confirm what they've said. So what you're saying is X, Y, Z. 
just to make sure that they know you were listening intently, you can acknowledge what it was they said. And then you want to make sure that you are giving them, you know, the the gratitude for even giving you the time. So I maybe something you could say is, thank you for that feedback. I will definitely consider what you said. Or thank you so much for your opinion. I really appreciate that. That's something that I can look at in the future. Um, that is how you acknowledge authentically. Okay. And then you want to, you want to consider what you want to determine how much weight you want to put on what that person said, because you said, thank you. You know, you've acknowledged them. You have expressed to them that you'll consider it. You'll ponder it. Okay. So in that pondering process, now it's time to give it some weight. You know, it's something to consider, or is this just some fluff and stuff someone's saying, or is this, you know, have I done everything I could possibly do to appease this person or to set this thing straight and still causing problems, or they're still giving me trouble, or we're still not able to come to a resolution? How much weight do you need to put on what was being said? You need to determine that because that's going to determine the action or the, the position you take and the action that you take based on what you've heard. And the best way to do this is to remove your ego, right? You want to be objective and you want to be realistic with your response. Again, this is not about you not being who you are. That's what personal branding is all about. This is not about you, you know, laying down and letting someone walk all over you. This is about you being very intentional about the way you communicate with whomever you're communicating with and how you respond to them is very important. You know, when it comes to a CEO mindset and, um, you know, having a great communication quotient, you want to listen very intently and then you want to acknowledge authentically so that you are, you know, staying true to your brand culture and who you are as a brand. Now, next after the A is the R. So here's where we're actually going to respond respectfully. And this is what you want to determine what the conversation was really about. Because sometimes there is an underlying message in the person's communication. People are passive aggressive, guys. This is something that is a big pet peeve of mine. I do not like passive aggressiveness. But unfortunately, most people are passive aggressive at some point or another because there is a fear. Um, they don't want to... Um, they don't want to have confrontation, whatever the reason is that they're being passive aggressive. They don't want to hurt your feelings, whatever the reason is. Sometimes people just skirt around what's really going on and you've got to decipher, you know, exactly what they meant and determine what it is they're looking for. Really, um, what they've said in their communication, because sometimes they say something and you know that their expectations are something else. And I'll get to us an idea, not an idea, but um, an experience that I've recently had that really brought me to this um, podcast today. And this is kind of how I realized that I need to work on my own communication quotient. So you really want to determine what the conversation was really about. And if you feel like there's a little bit more to it, you want to determine all of that before you respond respectfully. And then you want to craft your response. And in your response, you need to, you know, very creatively acknowledge the real reason for the email or the conversation. 
Um, and if you have to ask some questions, you know, get some fun answers about what was really going on. Maybe do a little bit of detective work. And, you know, um, so I'm wondering, are you struggling with this or what was, what would you say if you could have made a change? Where do you think you would have made that change? Or how do you think I could have avoided that potential situation or that situation? Things like that. Get do a little probing before you give your response because you definitely want your response to be a respectful one, but you want to make sure that you're covering all of your bases at the same time. All right, so after you've crafted your response, now is the time that you want to run that response through a filter. And sometimes, like I like to, um, I will write my response and I'll send it over to um, a content writer or an editor and say, Hey, this is kind of what was said, here's how I want to reply. Do we need to tweak it or do we need to, do we need to say anything else or should I say these things differently? Because other people may have a better idea or a more objective view. Maybe your emotions are in it because you didn't do the, uh, the A part and take your ego out of it. You didn't respond authentically. So you want to run your response that you crafted through a filter of some sort. And then once you've done that, and you've run it through your filter, whether it's you've read it a couple of times, you sort of tweaked it a little bit, you wanted to, you know, you softened it a little bit in some cases, which is usually my problem. I have to soften it. Um, now it's time to get to the C of our LARC acronym, and that is the conclusion. Now here, not only do you want to, you know, conclude, <laughs> but it's a good time to summarize your understanding of the initial conversation uh, here. And then you want to also provide an opportunity for them to reply to what you have to say. You know, feel free to touch base with me again if you still have questions or um, I would love to hear from you or hear, you know, if, if this answers your question or if it didn't answer your question, please let me know. Something along those lines, if it's an email. If it's in person, you can say the same thing. Did that, do you understand? Does that make sense? Um, is there any more clarification needed? Are there any more questions I can answer for you? Things of that nature that will give them an opportunity to sort of give you a comeback from your comeback, if you will. All right. So now I want to share with you kind of what brought me to this podcast. Well, in my attempt to really expand my CEO mindset and the behavior that I have in my business, um, I have found myself subcontracting for someone. And when you're subcontracting for someone, you have to be mindful of that contractor's a relationship with the, with the client, because you didn't come to this client. They didn't, they didn't seek you out and you didn't solicit them, right? You were, um, you were, someone reached out to you as a subcontractor to be a subcontractor. So you have to be mindful of the way you communicate with the client because it's not just you. So there were some initial road bumps in the road in working with this client. And, um, you know, I am a very passionate person about my business and what I do. I'm really trying to help people and serve the best way I can. And, you know, in this particular instance, it was, it was clear that there were expectations um, that were not very realistic. And I, you know, had to 
come up with a way to communicate the reasons why I was asking for various things and, um, you know, get out of my feelings about the, the idea. Cause there were feelings of like, okay, so I, I didn't ask for this. You know, you, someone felt that I was qualified enough to help you and they felt you needed my help. So here are my suggestions. Here are the things that I'll need to help you X, Y, Z. And this was when, um, I, you know, this was like the second time that I dealing with another client I had that was my client. And we all know we have these clients and sometimes you just get in your feelings sometimes because they're just not performing. They're not doing what you ask them to do, or they're giving you a little bit of a hard time. And, um, it was then that I realized, because this was the second time. So I start, I've started to realize that I need to be a little less emotional in my responses and my replies because I'm so passionate about helping. And I just, I don't get upset because they're not doing what I want them to do. I get upset because I know like, if you just do what I need you to do, we can make things so much better, you know, and I just know you can get what I'm trying to serve. And it's kind of like, no, they're not listening. So anyway. I realized that I had to remove the emotion and the ego out of it. I had to learn to really listen intently to what was going on and really work on my ability to rise above the frustrations that happen, the emotions that run high, the passion of wanting to really serve this person and get them up and running. I had to rise above that and see the bigger picture. And in doing that, I needed to really acknowledge the real words that were being said, the real reasons behind the words that were being given to me. And I had to, to think very clearly and intentionally about the words that were happening between the lines. And I had to respond to those words as well. But in doing so, I needed to maintain a professionalism, a respectfulness, it needed to have a positive tone um, so that we were encouraging and empowering the client to give us what it was we needed um, and feel like they were doing it because it was something that they felt was necessary, if that makes sense. So if you're listening to this and you are, you're starting to work with people who might be giving you a little bit more pushback than you are accustomed to, this is the perfect opportunity for you to incorporate the communication quotient into your business as well. Now, if you have been struggling, if you are a think up or a startup, even a scale up and you're pivoting into your business, you're, you're learning how to do something uh, with your client, you're getting a little bit of pushback, you, you're trying something new, you've noticed that, you know, your client base has elevated a little bit. And you need to elevate with them. This is a perfect reason to consider joining the Marketing Matrix Academy, which is going to be launching very, very soon. I would love for you to go to my website, andreapatrick.com forward slash marketing dash matrix dash academy and learn all about the Marketing Matrix Academy. Um, you can... Um, Register if you'd like to get more information and be um, notified when we're about to launch that program. Um, and for that, I would just go to andreapatrick.com forward slash um, marketing dash matrix. 
I'll make sure I put both links in the, um, in the show notes so that you can have access to that. Because in that course, I am walking you through from the beginning, the very foundation of your business and how to develop your personal brand in the first place. And then I'm walking you through how to develop a narrative around that personal brand. And then I'm walking you through how to leverage it and where to leverage it and how to, to form a legacy for your brand that people will remember. So if that sounds like something that you need, it's definitely something that will help you in your quest to gain a CEO mindset and to walk as a CEO in your business. So grab those links in the show notes and just check it out. Um, we're going to be launching it very soon. So, um, this is a journey guys, like as being an entrepreneur, there's no real destination. You never really reach the point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I've learned everything I need to know about being a business person because things change. And so we, um, I think just developing a foundation for your personal brand and how you're going to operate your business and develop it as you build it out is a great way, um, you know, to have that solid foundation and be able to swing yourself back to balance whenever you get out of balance, because we are going to get out of balance. So anyway, I really hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I was excited to share it with you because when I'm learning lessons and I'm growing, I want to share that with you. Now, again, do not forget about the BTB Boss Talk because we are in there doing great things. Uh, We've got a new masterclass coming up here next quarter. I think it'll be, I I think it'll be September, October timeframe. But it's going to be so good. I'll tell you more about that inside the groups. Make sure you join. Um, there will be a link to join that inside the notes as well. And guys, just keep on keeping on. We are all here as entrepreneurs growing our businesses, doing what, making it do what it do. And uh, I'm excited that here at the number one podcast, Make Up Startups and Scale Ups, I'm able to help you build a solid foundation for your business with a personal brand and a personal style that will help you attract engage and convert the right audience. Get off the hamster wheel, guys. Join me over in B2B Boss Talk. Consider joining me inside the Marketing Matrix Academy. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.